Welcome to the All-in-One Podcast for Middle School Language Arts Teachers. I'm Linda, and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well, hey there, it's Linda. I hope all is going well in your world. I'm hopeful that you're into a good routine for the school year and that you are not too overly stressed out right now. Believe me, I know how stressful the beginning of a school year can be, Um, but I'm really excited to continue with our mini-series on reading workshop today. So maybe this is your first job, or maybe you're a veteran teacher who's been told that they need to teach using a reading workshop model. Either way, you're in the right place. I'm really hopeful that through my experience, this podcast series will help guide and inspire you to either get started with the reading workshop model or to hone your skills further. There are five other podcasts already in this series. We've talked about why Reading Workshop is a perfect model of instruction, how to get started, creating mini lessons, what the model looks like in action, and getting kids working in book clubs. So if you haven't listened to those yet, you might want to start there. I also want to mention that there are many people who hear the term Reading Workshop and it seems like there are some negative connotations. Um, People have criticized it as being too vague or only for students who are at or above their reading level. Please know that I have used Units of Study by Lucy Calkins, but I modified them completely to be more skills-based and practical. So I hear you, but please know that what I'm going to be talking about is something that can be used for all levels of kids successfully. Okay, I have used it in all of my classes, including my in-class resource classes, and it has worked really, really well. One more thing before we begin, I want to make sure that you know I'm going to be mentioning a few really valuable freebies. Um, in particular, There is a starting books club mini lesson that includes a reading plan, so you don't want to miss it. And I really want to encourage you to sign up for my email list because when I create new freebies, and I create a bunch of them, I do send them out to my subscribers, and you also know when there's a sale going on. Okay, so be sure to check out all of that in the show notes. Okay, in this episode, we are going to be talking about a really, really important topic, and that's conferencing in reading workshop. So we're going to cover conferencing at the middle school level, conference specifics, a system on how to keep it very simple, and a suggestion for conversation starters. Okay, so let's dive in. So... When we talk about conferencing at the middle school level, it can feel overwhelming to the teacher and it may seem difficult to pinpoint what kids need. Um, I am a former first grade teacher. I did that for the first 14 years of my career. And I will tell you that there was no question as to what I needed to do in a reading workshop model and what I had to conference with. 
You know, I would have kids working on different levels, applying phonetic rules and different strategies. It's a little bit more complex at the middle school level. And you know, students are often going to be reading complex novels and nonfiction. They will be asked to give text evidence to support a claim. They're going to be asked to uncover themes and other skills and complex components like mood, internal monologue, and characterization. So it's not an easy task. And quite frankly, it's hard enough for a willing adult to do this kind of deep reading. Now you couple that with a student who is just beginning to hone in on these skills and perhaps has very little confidence and really doesn't like to read, and this task can be completely overwhelming to you, the teacher. But conferencing is how you work through all of these issues with your students. Conferencing is often done to check in on the skills that you are teaching. And if you haven't checked out the, like I said, the podcast, especially on the mini lesson, you're going to see that when you do a mini lesson, you're picking one specific skill. So when you conference, you're checking in on that skill. So for example, if you're teaching a character study, you might want your students to look for symbolism. So when you conference, you will want to specifically check in to see if they're on the right track with what an object could symbolize. And if they're not, you have to be able to redirect them. Okay, so for me, one of the most important parts, though, of the conference is not really checking in on skills. I mean, that is important. But for me, it's showing my kids my enthusiasm for reading. I get genuinely excited to hear about what they're reading. And they know it because honestly, it's real. I love to talk to people about books. And you know what? Adults don't always want to talk to me about books. And guess what? When I'm in a reading conference, that is what it is my job to do. And I'm excited to hear about what they're reading and what's happening in their book. Um, Therefore, they're usually more eager to discuss it with me and to ask and then I can ask questions to get them to a higher level. All right, so we've talked about what a reading workshop framework looks like in another podcast, but just to kind of recap, you go over the mini lesson, you get kids reading, you give them a clear direction as what they need to do when they're reading, so perhaps they are supposed to be posting for a symbol or posting for a character trait. Um, And once kids have settled in and are working and reading, that is your time to conference. So again, it takes place, conferencing takes place during independent reading time. You will move quietly around the room, checking in with students. Now, how many students you meet with will depend on what you have planned. You might want to plan to cycle through your students throughout the week if it is more involved or cycle through half the class each day if it is something quicker. Okay, so if you're at the beginning of a novel, that would probably be a quick check-in, like what's happening, what's your character's conflict, is it an internal or external conflict? Those kind of basic questions. And as you get in deeper into the novel, it'll become a little more skills-based according to your mini lessons that you provide. Like I said, you should have a very casual conversational check-in as much as you can. Um, Just saying to a student, how's it going? 
can often lead to a great conversation and getting to the heart of what needs work. All right, so your system to do all of this. My, my best advice is to keep it simple. I have seen teachers use all kinds of complicated charts and plans, and they become kind of consumed with keeping up with their note-taking on their students and their check-ins. And then the conversation with the student becomes secondary, and we don't want that. We want the conversation to be at the forefront, okay? So rather than having a complicated plan, just plan to meet with a few students at a time to start. Jot a very brief note after you check in with the student. Okay, do not make it complicated for yourself. Um, the point of this is not to have an in-depth system. The point is to meet with kids and have an authentic conversation that leads to higher level reading skills. You will want to come away with a very brief note just so that you can keep track. Okay, if you're unsure of how to begin, or you're having maybe a surprise observation, please remember that less is more. Don't try to meet with every student in every session. Don't have a long list of skills to assess. My best conferences are sometimes just saying, what's happening in your story right now? And letting it branch off from there. And you're gonna be very surprised at how natural it feels and how much you will glean from that kind of conversation. As far as you moving around the room, I have kids sitting all over the room at this time. I have a lot of them on the carpet and a lot of them are at tables. Um, I have a stool that I just kind of take around with me. And if they're on the carpet, guess what? I just sit on the carpet with them with my clipboard. Um, I also have a, a meeting table for small groups, but you don't really need anything formal because really if you have a clipboard and your body, <laughs> you're gonna be able to do it. Um, I do have a list of conversation starters. I want to just give you a few of them just so that you can get used to kind of this idea. So let me read you a few of the ones that I have. So a general conversation starter, if you're kind of just wanting to get a feel for what's going on, like I said, saying something like, how's it going? Is there something I can help you with? How long are you spending on your reading? Are you clear on the plot so far? What's giving you trouble? Are you too focused on some of the smaller details? Are you enjoying this genre? Okay. Um, if your students are reading nonfiction, some of your sentence, uh, your conversation starters could be things like, what do you think is the central idea? What facts surprised you? Are there any statistics that the author gave that seemed a little off to you? Um, do you think this author has bias? Are there any text features to help you understand? Okay, so you just want to keep these questions very basic. And, you know, like I said, if you're asking a question to a student, like what's the central idea and they're staring blankly at you, that's your time to now go back with them and say, do you know what a central idea is? And if they don't, you're going to tell them. And if they don't know what the central idea of the article or the book is that they're reading, you have to try to work through it together, okay? And if you're both kind of getting stuck, you can pull in their, their reading partner to help them. And we talked about how every student should really have a partner at the beginning of a reading unit to work with. 
Okay, and specifically for fiction, here are a few. Who's the main character and what is their problem? What is your character thinking right now? What are some of the character traits of the main character? What is the point of view? Do you find parts of this book too detailed? Are there parts that aren't detailed enough and you kind of wish you wondered what happened? Um, Are there any objects that can be viewed as symbols? Who are the minor characters and what do you think their purpose is? Okay, so you want to really be kind of armed with your conversation starters and you want to be able to make sure that you can keep them moving along in that way. But honestly, please do not forget less is more and basic can be a lot better in this case. So as I said, we do have a freebie here. I have reading conference forums that have all of these um, suggested conversation starters on them. And it's a very easy system to keep track with your kids as to what they're doing. There's a checklist that you can use. Okay, so make sure that you check that out as well as that getting started with book clubs in case you missed it. I want to link that as well because it, it it's a great lesson to begin your reading unit and it has a reading plan so that all members of the reading group are reading at the same pace. Okay, before I let you go, I want to take a moment to cordially invite you to join my Facebook group. It is really brand new and the teachers who are joined are engaged and have great tips. If you're a new teacher, you're going to find that this is a great place to get inspiration and ask your questions. And because it's such a new group, I can respond to every single thing that people are posting at this point. Um, If you're a veteran teacher, you're going to be surprised at how some of the ideas that you've never considered are there and are going to inspire you a lot. And I'll be sure to link that in the show notes as well. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check the links that I mentioned in the show notes. My email is available there as well in case you have questions or comments. You can also DM me on Instagram at allinonemiddleschool. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.